We're in Mythic Chicken. We're in trouble now. Breaking news development. This is We're in Trouble Now, and there's been a murder. Oh my god! Was that too bad? Yep. So, what we're going to do is Natasha was listening to a, an older podcast of when we mm-hmm. did the murder mystery mm-hmm. and it got my own brain feels feeling and we have an extra murder mystery thing here Ooh. for us to solve. Okay. So what's going to happen is we're going to do it very different. Well, not very different. We're, we're going to solve a murder. But this we're gonna time do, we're actually going to solve we're, it? We're actually going to solve it, but we're going to do this. We're going to do the... the murder solving part differently than we okay. did the time before because before we kind of just had all the information out we kind of just it was a giant gangbang what well your your water bottle's in my way and i can't see okay oh. yeah, like, you just want to look at yourself yeah like, you're like a parrot <laughs> yeah 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 because so, it's like a little like a little parakeet great so um what we're going to do is this time we're going to do differently. We're going to all three solve the murder. <laughs> in but, theory. But in order for it to transition better on the podcast. Is she, dude, dog is addicted. Dude, she to is eating. just well, eating that dirt. Only our dog would eat dirt. Um, what we're going to do is it's a it's an envelope, right? It's an evidence envelope. And there's three of us. What's going to happen is we're going to take turns yep. being the ones to touch the evidence. So basically what it's going to mean is, Brandon, you can start if you want. Yep. You, What you'll do is you will be the only person touching the evidence for a certain time period. I'm ignoring that. For a certain time period. Uh, we're going to do five-minute intervals. Yep. So only you touch the evidence for five minutes. Mom and I can absolutely help, but you have to use your describing words to let us know what you are looking at and what's going on. Okay. And Mom and can I can... Can we ask o- him questions Yeah, we, we can absolutely help Brandon solve the murder. We just physically cannot touch any evidence. Got and it. then when the five-minute timer um, ends, right, it'll be Mom's turn. So Mom can only be the one touching the evidence, and you and I have to only provide... Uh, commentary yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and then Kay. vice versa so in theory this is gonna be great yeah real quick before we start though just just because of my train of thought brandon uh-huh. uh when Natasha comes in october we are going to dress up as po- in costume for, and do the podcast what i was thinking of doing is because i sent her a tiktok of what we should be dressed up as and i want to be the nun and she should be the nacho libre but she did not <laughs> want to be nacho libre so do you want to be nacho libre of course and then you'll be the nun and i'll be the nun yeah yeah. That works. So then Natasha and I have to have a uh, Halloween outfit that goes together. You guys could also be nuns. I was going to say, I want to be an anime waifu. What? What? <laughs> what? You guys don't know a waifu? I get I know. I, I, I just, do you think it'll transition well? Do I mean. Because Natasha's never seen anime. No, no, no. I know. Has she ever seen Nacho Libre? Yeah, she has. But yeah. I mean, I mean, there's no difference. I'm just uh, an anime character who's typically either a maid or a sexy sc- New uh, nurse. Okay, okay, so Natasha can be Nacho Libre. <laughs> I will be the nun. Brandon, you can be the maid or the sexy nurse. That's fine. And mom, you can be the... Who's the bad guy? I'll be like Wesley Snipes. Oh, wait, no. Oh, you, mean the, you mean the bad guy in Nacho Libre? <laughs> yes, the bad guy. Yeah, it was... Uh, who was the best the, name? Um... The guy, the guy, the guy who wore the luchador mask. Yeah, so I'll tr- just wear a mask. Oh, uh, Ramses. Yeah. Ramsey. Ramsey's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, know, I was just thinking like... Why some would Wesley Snipes be the bad guy? <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking the bad guy in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I never... <laughs> what the... F- wait, What's was the bad Wesley guy Snipes Chitty Chitty the bad guy in no, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? But I was Bang? just imagining me with like a big 
mustache like yours. And you thought Wesley Snipes? You thought you for, no, okay? So word association think, mustache I, bad guy, and you were like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I was Literally, to, is none of those two things. <laughs> I was trying to think of something else, and it didn't come out right. Okay. Okay. So really quick, before we solve the mystery, are we solving the mystery in as ourselves, or are we going to have like alter egos? Uh, it's up to you guys. It doesn't matter to me. Wow. Well, hang on. Brendan, your time didn't start yet. Oh. And what well, are you, I'm just saying. That I'm there's sorry. Just, Can you put the phone down, Nancy? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the clock ready. Oh, you bullshit. There's, I, I you, call. Don't you Don't you even talk. Yeah, don't you even this talk. This is, I'm getting phone calls. Listen, I'm just hey, listen. When you, just, have the, when you have the evidence, don't make Brandon and I sabotage things. So, <laughs> Brandon, your, your time did not start yet. Don't open. Put it down. It's literally an evidence bag. <laughs> Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. It says to be opened by authorized personnel. You, and are, I'm authorized. you, you are not authorized until yet. the timer How? starts. You're until not the timer authorized. starts, you are not authorized. Okay, well, let me just. Okay, why do I have authorized personnel information only if I so, can't open it? Do me a favor. Do you want to read the back of it so people know what's going on? There's a back to it, everybody. Okay, so it says evidence sealed by K. Grayson, date sealed 1109-1998 or November 9th. 1998. Oh, so it's a cold case. It's a yes. cold case. Unsolved okay. case files are. Oh, there's an R stamped next to it. <clears throat> but that's the name of the company. It's a trademark. Yep. It's a trademark <laughs> name. Oh. Just, I, I just want to let everybody know. The okay, murder you know mystery game yeah. that lets you be a cold case detective on May 8th. Whoa, wait. the what, Whoa, hold on. Wait. What? Yeah, why is it saying on May 8th? The small Indiana town of Riverdale was shocked by the brutal murder of one of its most beloved citizens on the night before her because wedding. Because they gave up on it in November. No, they did not give up on it. The case is <laughs> Do you guys ongoing. Just want me, let me, oh. You guys want me to... You know, Please, let me, continue. Okay, so R. let me just restart. Okay. Oh, Lord. It on May 8th, We're not 1998, this. the small Indiana town of Riverdale was shocked by the brutal murder of one of its most beloved citizens on the night before her wedding. <gasps> the victim... He did it. Harmony Ashcroft was murdered in the parking lot behind a restaurant during her own wedding rehearsal dinner. Bones McBride, fucking sketchy, a local vagrant <laughs> was framed for the murder and has spent over two decades behind oh, bars despite being 100% innocent. Your job is to prove his innocence and convict the real killer, but who was it? I don't know. All these people look suspicious. They're fucking smiling. Who smiles after they kill someone? I think someone? they're the ones trying to solve the case. I think right. they're fucking murderers. So are we doing aliases or? Oh, we can't. I, I can want be. my name to be Patch McCoy. Mm. Thanks for great, you know, taking the good name. Wait, what Trixie wants a lot name are we going with today? Oh. Okay. So let me get into character here for a minute. Well, you don't have to. Nope. Yeah. No. Okay. It's Betty Lou Simpson. Okay. Bren? Hmm. Um, Come on. I think I'm gonna go with a. <laughs> hmm. I think I'm gonna go with a timid mime. What? <laughs> you can't be a mime Wait, on a podcast. You can't be a mime on a podcast. Why? Because they don't talk. Exactly. Yeah. No. Oh. Brandon, how are you supposed to relay evidence for five minutes if you can't talk and you're timid? My face. Only, only you two can see that. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm j okay. Well, don't give me this option. I didn't. Just you don't have that option. Who's your mm. What's your character's name? Well, I'm thinking. You guys put me in a, in a tough spot. spot. Uh, mm, I could be um, uh, Ranger Idawa. Idawa? Idawa. Idawa. <laughs> Ranger Idawa? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ranger, are you ready? Okay, Ranger. Yep. Your time. Uh, what is this, by chance? 
Right, a, we're detectives. That's an evidence bag. He's I've a never ranger seen one. now. <laughs> I've been in the forest for six decades. Right. Just because your name is Ranger does not make you that your occupation. I'm in the, and Rangers I'm in the are familiar with how case files are. That's just my name. Is it your name or your occupation? No, my name's Ranger. So you just your name is Ranger, who just lived in the woods, <laughs> yeah. and now are thrown into a cold case file. Yeah, for six centuries. For oh, six sorry, centuries? Sorry, yeah, sorry, decades. What are you, a vampire? Sorry, decades. So you're 60 he's years sorry, old. My family's he's, been here for six he's, centuries. He's a 600-year-old no, Ranger. No, no, so no. You're, six, you're at 60, 60 plus. Yes. You're 60 plus years old. Yes. Your name is Ranger. Ranger, Iowa. You, you Ranger, Iowa. And you've been in the woods for six decades and just now decided to come out and solve a murder. Yeah, crazy thing that they picked me right when I was just trying to get some KFC. Yeah, how do you know what KFC is, Brandon? I don't know. I read the sign. You read the sign? Yeah, I don't know what's in there. I just read the sign. <laughs> All right, well... We don't even have the bag open yet. No, I'm just saying. What do you mean you're just saying? <clears throat> I, where's my KFC? Uh, if you solve this murder mystery, we'll get you, you some KFC. KFC. You, you, don't, you might not know this or not, but I actually own that KFC. Oh, you're so. a liar. How do you know? How I do don't trust know? people. Right. That's why I live Your in the wilderness. Starts, starts now. now. Five minutes. So remember, Ranger, you have to narrate what you're doing. I am opening up the bag. See, this is why it, two people talk and one yeah. person does I things. I am pulling out. Wow, this thing is actually pretty big, dude. And there's a fly inside. You guys have a really bad place here. No, we don't. We, don't have we have the place. door open. The for door is open for a puppy. Yeah. So there's three envelopes. It says one says a bonus envelope A. Do not open until after completing objective one. So I'm gonna put that face down. Bonus I envelope we ever get B. There. We'll never get there. Says do not one. open until after completing objective. You said narrate. Yeah, I know no. you're doing great. Oh, We're okay. saying that we have no faith in our detective oh, okay. team I was like, yeah. because oh, one guy has been in the forest for 60 years. <laughs> yeah. The other one can't control her bodily fluids. Yeah. <laughs> bonus <laughs> envelope C. Okay. Do not open until okay. So <laughs> don't open them until you. Um, okay. So Ranger. Um, uh, I'm opening this. Yes, Excuse I know. You did. They're open. Yeah. 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 So it says unsolved case files okay. with evidence. Uh, oh, wait. There's a thing on... Before I get into everything, I'm just going to kind of go over everything. So it says unsolved <laughs> case files. Apparently. Instructions. Unsolved case files is a game... Oh, it just... is a game that lets you solve a fictional crime using the evidence and documentation from the cold case file. Case number alpha 03-05081-1998. We thought that was the best way to spend our five minutes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Objective one, prove See, Bones I, I, is innocent. I, I, one of three. When you can prove Bones is innocent, visit the webpage to verify. Yeah, our findings. Proving, yeah. So, okay. okay. What? Do you, were you going to read this in your five minutes? We don't know. Exactly. So evidence right here just says photographs. Contains photographs relevant to the investigation. Do not bend. Here's a picture. Haven photography. She's actually kind of cute. Is, is that a photo of the deceased? I yes. think so. Oh, is there any, is there any like thing in the photo? Just let me do this. Um, <laughs> Riverdale Police Department case file inventory list. So okay. there's a shit ton of stuff. I'm not going to read that. Okay, great. I'm sure there's clues on there somewhere. Well, yeah, okay, well you got. No, um, I don't want you to read the whole thing. Th how are they supposed to know what's on here if I can't read it? Newspaper article: Local child Brandon, psychologist the, the, murder Brandon, quantity one. That is like no evidence Brandon, report. You have five Green. minutes. Have no, how many Green. times does he have left? Can Brandon, we speed up the through, clock? You've gone through two pages. Corner corner report. You've got two and a half minutes left. Quantity one. Map of Riverdale, quantity one. Newspaper oh article, God. Bones McBride arrested for murder, Brandon, quantity you one. You are not <laughs> reading. Brandon. Ranger. Ranger. What? For the sake not of our podcast, it. please do not read the How am I supposed list. to figure out this case if I can't what's, read? Okay, what's, what's behind it? Is that a newspaper clipping? Yes. 
What is uh, it? A local child psychologist murdered. That sucks, dude. Who killed a child? We don't no, know. She's no, Brandon's a child psychologist. Oh, oh, oh. Not a child. <laughs> I was about to say this is horrible. Who did this? Local Ranger, child psychologist Ranger, I know murdered. you haven't been out of the woods in a while, but can you rein so, it in yeah, a little? So there's like a newspaper article with an added newspaper article. Uh, Riverdale Police Department evidence property custody, do- a custody document. Then there goes, you're invited. Uh, nose the forehead or bridge <laughs> nose bridge Brandon, it's a wedding invitation there's there yeah they're, I'm just they're, they're kissing it's not nose, an actual nose, who the fuck kisses like that well, they're friends. it's supposed to be an intimate photo their noses are, are they're getting married can i smell between your eyebrows <laughs> no why they're doing it well they're getting engaged so put a ring on it and you can smell whatever you want whatever can i riverdale smell police department no, get away from me so it looks like she has a skull fracture Oh. So blunt force trauma to the right eye and Aww. interior scalp. Interior scalp. Victim appears to be an average 28-year-old woman in good health. Internal injuries, extensive skull fracture, and severe hemorrhaging over the right eye socket. Cause of death, blunt force trauma of the head. Victim died within moments of trauma. Manner of death, victim was killed by a single strike to the head inflicted by hand or blunt object. The force and angle of impact indicate the murderer would Need to be a left-handed or ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Wow. Yep. That so means you can use yeah, either yeah. your left man or, your or right woman hand. of considerable strength and height. So it's got to be someone. So it's a tall person with a strong left hand that can or, also or use right or a right hand. So here's just fingerprints. <laughs> no, it can't be mom. <laughs> they said or ambidextrous. Yes, yeah, ambidextrous. And, I'm not, and who's mom? I'm Betty Lou. Okay, Betty Lou. Betty Lou. The Simpson. person is either left-handed with the primary hand being left, or a really strong right-handed, right-handed person. No, because it didn't hit him with a right hand. I think I think you're being a little. So, Brandon, these are these must be the suspects. Christian Peterson. Well, this is Bones. So Bones is the one that's been in jail. Bones looks all this a little time. upset. Well, yeah, I he, would be fucking right, furious. Wrongly accused. <laughs> and then it goes. Wait, let me just keep this across. Yeah, keep those order. together. You're you're kind of like. So, sh- Brandon, tell you what you have. No, he's Ranger. Ranger, you have three seconds. Yeah. Any final last statement? And time is up. Anything? Uh, they're you, all dudes. Hands down. Okay, all right. pass it over. Pass it over. What's your name, Betty Lou? Betty Lou. Oh, yeah, no, it's easier for the person to open it all up and figure it all out. And then Listen, you guys start getting the you know, fucking meat and cake. If you weren't fucking this. pussyfooting around reading off the pussyfooting? quantity, you're reading the inventory list. Well, what do you want me to do, Robert? We're going to eventually have to read it anyways. We don't need it right now. It doesn't matter, dude. If we do it now, we won't have to do it later. It will like, remember like, oh, it. It won't be relevant oh, later. What was that one item that he had on the, the one quantity, one okay, item? Name one item. The, name one item. Uh, there was a picture. Okay, well, you know, boys, um, an an old man that came out of the woods, um, I will take over from here. Okay. Okay, well, apparently Bones, the reason that they arrested Bones is because it says about 30 minutes after the time of the murder, McBride was found at Grand Park with Harmony Ashcroft's ring in his possession. So nowhere on this coroner report did it say that she did not have her wedding ring. I don't think a coroner report has... Oh, <laughs> information regarding that. It's, oh, it's how you, you know die. It's kind of, oh, I can't touch it. But you, you know what's funny huh. is that list of items could have figured out if there's a ring. Well, well they, let's Brandon, see. He was arrested with it on. <laughs> well, yeah. But what did she just say? 
Yeah. I'm 60. Don't worry about it. And I don't know who Brandon is. Says, so according to police, McBride offered no explanation for how he got the ring. After a detailed assessment of all suspects, witnesses, and evidence available, it became clear that we had identified the assailant. He was found with the victim's engagement ring in his hand 30 minutes after the murder. Murder. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Why are you giving me looks? Because eventually it's got to go into the police station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't, okay, no matter what, even if he had it, dude, the okay. police would have taken it from his possession after they arrested him, sure. so therefore, it would have still been at So, session. okay, so if the ring is on the item report. Yeah. Okay, let's figure so out who the, the list of suspects are. Okay. Yeah, so the thing is, though, if he did find the ring, so he may have found the ring on the street, then okay. he was the one that got pinned on him, then they fucking took him into the slammer okay, for first, 20 years. first, we have Christian Corey Peterson, all for right? Sure. And it lists his address, his description, um, and all that good stuff. He needs a shave, and he wears his hair to the side. I don't don't you like want to read the testimony? His, his, his report? No, oh, okay, I don't. good. Cool. I guess we're going to judge people by you, their hair. You judged, we have like nine <laughs> suspects. Yeah. You, you, you judge the first suspect's looks. There's not even nine, there's like four. So it's okay. like a 25% then we chance. Have bones. Okay. It bones. is progressively getting. Was Brandon was organized. You <laughs> made the evidence oh, look yeah. like a dumpster fire. Bones. Yeah. Bones looks really upset. He does not have a middle name. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that don't have middle names. Well, we need to solve a murder. His, his real name is William. Okay. William McBride, a.k.a. Bones. So then he, where did the bones come from? Um, I think his that's nickname. his street name. Or nickname. Or nickname. Ooh, we have Rex Ratcliffe. And if there's Ratliff, Ratliff, Rex Ratliff. How much time? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has a very angry look. Again, 44. no middle name. Wow. And no AKA. Now, <laughs> he really looks like he needs a haircut and um, perhaps some deodorant. You sure you don't want to read their testimony at yeah. all? No. Okay. Okay. Then we have Andy Allen. Now, Andy looks like a real nice guy, but underneath this real nice guy exterior, I think is a really dark personality. You even know um, in the testimony. Yes, probably. <laughs> and then Derek. Derek Sivers. He's a very, um, I would date him. Okay. All right. Keep it in your pants. He's kind of got a, a wood, a wood kind of look like he would live in, like be a lumberjack. We're calling him now. Derek Silvers is the murderer. Yeah. Mom is attracted to murderers. <laughs> yeah. Dude. How, we how Mom, fucking you have, you funny. You have a minute left. Are you oh. sure you don't want to solve the murder? <laughs> yeah. I know. Are you I packing up like you're ready? Like your ship's over. <laughs> yeah. You found have, the hunk and you're like, well, we have so closed. much okay. to do. Derek has a middle name. His middle name is Edward. Which actually was my dad's middle name, so that's pretty cool. He's divorced too. <laughs> I don't. You have thirty wait, seconds. Let left. me see how tall he is. Oh, he's five eleven. That's pretty. He weighs two hundred three pounds, and he's never been convicted of any prior felonies. Yeah, he's got, he's got daddy material written all over him. <laughs> Jesus so anyway, Christ. Okay, so going. Who invited back, this person? So going back to the first original. Oh. And the original, um, ooh, on the original photography of our victim, she Photo? had a necklace. Let's see if the necklace was in Three, the inventory. Three, two, one, hands Drop down. Okay. Drop it all. I would suggest that we look for a necklace in the inventory. You can suggest whatever you want. You can see it again once you're done. Yeah. 
right. Now it's uh, old Patch's turn. And the funny thing is that once it comes back to me, is I'm able to gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna be able to look in all of it because I was mm-hmm. the one that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Oops. Good job. Good job. Wake, good job waking the dog up. Yeah, Patches. I was never asleep. All right. Good so dog. what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna read the statement form. Yeah. Starting with mom's hunk <laughs> and potential murderer, <laughs> Derek Sivers. So wait, you you two related? Nope. No. 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 Why did you say mom then, weirdo? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Betsy McBoo. <laughs> no, it's right. not Betsy. So, isn't it's, Betty Lou? It's so, Betty Lou Simpson. Guys, okay. So <laughs> Derek's testimony says, I confirm that this is the man I have seen several times at Helping Hands Mental Health Clinic. He's at the mental health clinic? Yeah, well, that, he has several times at the Helping Hands Mental Health Clinic. Do you want to? Can is, I is he a victim? Hey, I just, mean, he just let let saw that. Yeah, I have provided landscaping services at the clinic oh. for about two. If you goddamn let me yeah. fucking finish I just said, the oh. next fucking sentence. It's his turn for five minutes. We yeah. don't talk. Yes, no, we you do. talk. Well, I'm just, but, Mom's but, sabotaging because no, Mom but, doesn't what, want her murderer boyfriend to be guilty. When he's reading the information, we don't yeah. talk. I would estimate I knew Derek for two years. I seem to recall... Wait, I knew Derek. Who the fuck is Derek? Who the fuck is Derek? Why? Isn't would, Derek the fucking guy right there? Yeah, Derek Silver. Oh. Yeah. So that means that the killer oh, knew him is, for two is, years. Oh, this is Chris. Who oh, the fuck Chris is, is Chris? This is his name's Chris Adams. I don't know. Who's Chris Adams? Look in the fucking pictures. There's no Chris Adams. Christopher Adams, first person. Yep. Christopher oh. Peterson. Peterson. So then who the fuck is Chris Adams? That could be... I says I make the state. I make the below statement voluntarily. The, He's this born on the, your true. birthday. God, <laughs> fucking damn it! God, okay. He's a witness. Okay, so it says um, I knew Derek for two years. This is the person. Somebody. This is somebody who's taking a statement about Derek. Oh, this could for be like alibi. his alibi. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> for two years, I seem to recall that he that we met when we when he was exiting the building and he noticed the navy tattoo on my forearm. He mentioned that he was also a Navy man and we struck up a conversation about the difficulties of adjusting to life after leaving the Navy. I would see him after that and, and we would talk on a few occasions. Uh, we would just share and nod. I would say that he was genuinely in good spirits when I would see him at the clinic. But there was an occasion yesterday where I would describe his mood as irate. Ooh. The incident began when I was at the parking lot. It was yesterday, May, 9, May 8th, 1998. Mm. He had pulled up to the parking lot with an angry look on his face. I asked what he was doing there. I would usually only see him picking up or dropping off his son, but I had heard through the grapevine. Yes. I heard through the grapevine that he has no longer shared custody of him. He proceeded to rant about how angry he was that he uh, served his country and can't believe this kind of disrespect he gets from civilians. He then began raising his voice and screaming. I tried to get him to calm down, but he kept screaming. When Mrs. Ashcroft came to the parking lot to get, uh, to get to her car, he began screaming right at her, saying things like, you have no right to keep me from my son. You will pay for this, young lady. She attempted to simply ignore him and leave, but I couldn't tell she was scared. I, uh, I have to admit, I was a little afraid of myself. I've had previous experience with vets who get involved in angry situations, and it's never good. There was a look in Derek's eyes that I had seen before in other vets <clears throat> right before a breakdown. I don't know if he did it, but he sure looked like a man with a lot of rage and nothing to lose. Mm. Okay, I have to just have my statement really quick. Um, while I really respect him for serving our country, I cannot have a violent um, boyfriend, so mm. he's gone. He was also, after mom stopped reading about all of his weights and height, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she should have kept reading. It says, prior arrest, domestic violence in 1994. Oh, fuck that well, shit. it's too late. You're already, you're already nope, wiped up. Nope, yeah. nope, no, I'm not. Uh, uh, 12 years in the Navy. Uh, says years of military combat training. Does he own a firearm? Yes. 
Uh, domestic violence, prior felonies, never convicted. See, that's all I saw. Okay, great. Pending family court case. Uh, he's employed with Walmart. And I don't like Walmart. he drives a 1992 Ford Bronco, uh, which is the color black. Mm. Okay. You know how to See, pick them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I think he's too obvious. <laughs> Can you do me a favor and somebody see if she, she if that necklace is part of the? What? Yeah, when your turn. Okay. Yep. It says, <laughs> uh, "This is actually this is Derek's sworn uh, interview." It says, "Detective, will you state your name for the record, sir? Derek, your full name, please. How about Chief Petty Officer Derek Edward Silvers? He's got enough for you. You want me to provide my serial number and full list of awards and decorations I received during my years of service? In a bad mood, Derek? You could say that." Well, I can think of a way for you to get back onto your day in a matter of minutes. You could start by explaining a few things. Like what? You could start with a conversation you had with Harmony Ashcroft, a conversation that happened to take place just a few hours before she wound up dead. Would you like me to remind... Oh, fuck. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Looks like you got to pass that shit over. Poor people are never going to figure out the end of that that interview. Well, you know, well they'll figure it out you once know, it's right back at them. You know Ranger over there is going to just go off on it. No, I'll finish it up. Just Do you want to finish writing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll finish reading it just to kind of keep everybody in the loop of everything. Because I'm not going to just... Paper. Yeah, I'm not just going to... And a paper clip that Robert is just struggling with. I wasn't what struggling. The Brandon was going to keep reading it. I decided to keep it there. Wow, you're is a little... This? Yeah, that's the pink... That, that's all that... So he's got multiple witnesses um, interviewing him. So, okay. So all these yellow pages are for him. Yes. But you're reading this. Yes. Did you already read all this? No. Oh. <laughs> Apparently he was not listening. I was reading. I mean, I was listening. Jesus my lip God got stuck. Dude, my, <laughs> my the fact min- that you're warming up makes me very <laughs> No, nervous. dude, my mint got stuck in my like upper lip, so I felt like a you horse. You look like Indy. Yeah, I felt like a horse. Actually, before I do that, actually, no, I'm getting too sidetracked. <laughs> Wait, where'd you leave off? Because <laughs> um, I think you're on here. the back. No, I'm, no <laughs> God damn it, Brent. I was in the middle of the first page. Well, why don't you just finish um, it? <laughs> Right here. Okay. Right where my thumb is. Detective. Detective, according to reports, you said to the victim, you have no right to keep me from my son. You will pay for this. Sound familiar? Derek Sivers? Maybe. Period. Detective. (laughs) Sounds like you were pretty upset at the young lady. Derek Sivers? I wasn't pretty upset. I was pissed. She testified in court that I was unfit or that I was an unfit father. Detective. I see. <laughs> Derek Sivers. Can You're, you believe you, that? You After everything I've done for, for this country, that's how I get treated. Sorry, there's an exclamation point. That's how I get treated? God damn it. <laughs> she just gives her opinion about something that's none of her business, and the government takes my way, uh, takes away my son. Detective? So did she pay for it? This detective is weird. Derek Sivers? That, I'm sorry. Was that an ad lib? Detective? Ranger? No. Oh. Uh, what did you do to Harmony? Tell me. Here's, the, uh, here's this young, snotty lady doctor... Helping, wait, this is the fucking detective. What did you do to Harmony? Tell me. Here's this young, snotty lady doctor helping the court take your kids away from you. How did she pay for it? Derek Sivers? She didn't. Not by me, at least. You should start by making a list of all the families she's torn apart. Detective? Wait, where was I? <laughs> uh, oh, right there. Detective? Really? So it was just a coincidence that you had this issue with her and she wound up dead later that same evening? Ooh, Derek Sivers, dun, dun, dun. coincidence happened. That's fucking sketchy. Detective, true. You know what else happens? Guys with a history of having a short fuse lose their cool and people get hurt. You ever see that? Well, yeah, but 
uh, detective. This ever happens to you in the Navy, Derek Sivers? Look, what happened in the Navy is not detective. Answer the question, <laughs> I'm so please. Confused. Did you ever lose your temper while in the Navy, Derek Sivers? I was a different why, guy then. Fred, why are you why are you started with a with a question? What Derek Sivers? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, no, because it's it's their reading. I know, but why are you reading but it you like it's a have, question? You, you, why don't you just change your voice instead of saying who's the the name is? <laughs> Detective, answer the question, please. Did you ever lose your temper while in the Navy? Derek Sivers, I was a different guy then. Detective, I'll take that as a yes. Do you guys really want to hear me change my voice? Yes. Okay. I'm a different, I'm, oh, this is just Derek Sivers, just to let you guys know. I'm different now. No more drinking, no more fights. Trying to keep my temper under control. What'd you do? Join a monastery after getting out of the Navy? Like I said, I'm different now. I thought you were changing your voice. Everything's different. That's all you got for me. You're different now. With all the potential trouble, with all the potential trouble you're in, Derek, you're going to need more than that. What I have to tell you detective? that's not the most heartwarming how I turned my life around story. That's why I kind of figured out he would do it. I'm better, okay? I'm traveling with a different crowd. <laughs> I know what to do when my temper gets out of control. Detective, Brandon, you're making it harder to follow. What did you do after the blow up at the clinic? Ooh, blow up at the clinic. That's weird. It's not. No, it's because no, you like got, he got, got upset. And yeah, he there was semen at the, at the clinic. No, Brandon, yeah, semen blowing up at the clinic. <laughs> what, what clinic? Semen? Wait, were there semen at the clinic? Brandon, she's a child psychologist. No, but was, wasn't he like in the name? There's semen. <laughs> right? No. Yes, we're gonna leave he's that retired, as yes, dude. He's no longer in the name. So then he's a retired semen. Sure. He's an old senior. He's a chief petty <laughs> officer. <laughs> the droopy <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Follow uh, along, people. Follow along. 30 seconds. I'm better okay. I'm traveling with a different crowd. I know what to do when temper gets out of control. What did you do after the blow up at the clinic? I met up with a friend and went to the boat in the Ainsley River to get away from it all. Excuse me? I went boating with a Navy buddy, an older guy, decorated war hero, the guy I wanted to be signed up with. And if we contacted Captain America, what would he tell us about you were in the right of the Harmony's meter? <laughs> That's Admiral, not Captain. Joseph Arthurson, two purple hearts, and he'd say I was with him in his boat. How much time? Just letting go. Uh, right. Just so you know, you reading faster does not make it better. Yes, it does. Sharing stories. We we were 100% sober. Three, it sounds like real good. Two, one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was great. That was good. That last part really sunk in. Yeah, dude. I kind of liked it. At the <laughs> okay, so here's we're at we're, we're at 30 minutes. We have read two papers. <laughs> Do you want to, are we, or should we throw aside the time limit? Because I thought there'd be a lot more headway. Dude, we're well, getting we, pretty headway. But the thing is, is that this is going to have to be an ongoing thing. Okay, this be ongoing I think thing. that we should like. Now, are you guys going to remember this like five days from now? Probably not. So that's my problem <laughs> is we're, nobody's going to remember where we were well, at. We'll do just a quick recap. Like they always do. do like you know, on I, any series. I'm talking <laughs> about you two. Of course I, I'll remember. We are absolutely I'm pretty sure nowhere. we lost like <laughs> the people. No. Okay. So, okay. So back okay, to this so interview. To reiterate, yes. Brandon, so we don't need to read the same page. No, because no, no, Brandon no. has said that in this testimony, Derek is saying that he was on a fishing trip with his admiral buddy. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. Why no, are yeah, you sorry, taking no, my we time? <laughs> what the fuck? Excuse me. You were the one fucking just destroying my time. So what it is, he's got, he's got, you, gotta keep you should look together. and see if there's a testimony from the Admiral, which is in the page that's on your left hand in the yellow, in the yellow, in the yellow, in the yellow, in the yellow. Yes, I know. I'm trying Fuck, to keep <laughs> in the yellow. I'm trying to keep everything. It's not, but it's completely Admiral out of order now. Admiral Joseph Arthurson. 
Yeah. Yes. That was okay. the guy he was talking about. That's the guy who was with him on the boat. Correct. After um, he blew up with this lady. But really quick before I um, I look at this, I want to see if they found her, her necklace. Oh, wait, I forgot to start the timer. Good. Okay, so... Dude, it's four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Two see. Minutes. Bonus, 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 witness, witness, witness. Photo, photo, witness. Uh, We're never going to solve this murder. <laughs> Um, nope. Can't it we just does open not it? say What's anything. the first objective? It I does don't, know. don't you dare touch that. It doesn't say anything about her necklace, but I think what we the need ring? to remember this. Well, McBones had that. I know, guy. I know, but Brandon's adamant about it being that. Okay, nope, so the admiral's, the admiral's statement, this is the guy that was with him on the boat, says, I'm very familiar with Chief Petty Officer Derek Silvers. I have known him for many years. He was stationed on one of my ships, and with both of us living here in the same town, we've become friends. I can attest that at the time of the murder, Derek was with me. We were alone together in my boat on the Ainsley River between 8.30 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. We took off from... Okay, so we need to figure out when she was murdered. We can't touch anything. Okay, well, when you get it, figure it out. <laughs> Dude, why don't we just split this we, up and then just take no, turns? Each person, each person gets a suspect? Yeah. Can okay. I finish my statement? We took off from the Riverdale Marina, traveled as far north as Port Royal Avenue, then turned around and went back to the marina. It had been stressful few weeks for Derek, and he really needed a friend and a mentor to hash things out with. He's having custody issues with his ex-wife. In addition to having been with him at the time of the murder, I can also attest that for his flaws, he has made great strides in keeping his demons under control as an individual who has struggled with his own with his own issues i know the road to sobriety isn't an easy one amen to that okay so this admiral guy says he's, there's his testimony there's his, yeah. uh, his um alibi right. okay so who do you want well hang on put it back on the paper clip I'm tr- i was yes i was going to god you were really just there's a fucking paper clip there's a paper well clip. hang on you got too many things then to go with the paper clip that back thing is the photo Yes, I this know. This is why things belong in paper clips. Why are you yelling? Well, why did you not put the paper clip back here? I was trying yeah. to, but you fucking Where's the paper clip? Uh, it's probably somewhere in all that. Okay. So, who wants Andy Allen? So, we, are we divvying up suspects? Yes, yeah, that's what you Because, I mean, said. it would probably just go okay, a lot quicker. for the sake of, uh, give me the, give me Brandon's pedo face. <laughs> Rex? Yeah, it looks like you. That guy. He does not <laughs> fucking look like yeah, me. Show them where He's got the same eyes. Do you want Andy Allen Whatever. or do you want Bones? No, or? I'll take Andy. All right. So, so okay. So here's I'm the still problem. Here's the this. problem. I think we no, need no, no, to no. figure out the mystery of where the paperclip is. See, no, the thing is we're still going to do, we're going to go one person at a time. Oh, okay. So each yeah. person gets a suspect. A hundred percent. Okay. Because I mean, it will just make this go quicker. It'll cover more people. Um, and then we're not kind of just sitting here. Just, oh, it's right here. Okay. I mean, I'm having a good time. Cause I'm it's, having a it's, blast. It's actually really fun. I'm having, having a blast. only one person touch it. Yeah. Because the, cause when you're like, ah, 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 Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, still, only one person is just going to touch it. But, I mean, like, we're so just going to... You can't go. touch the suspect until it's your turn? 100%. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, so I'm looking at the coroner report. And does it say... It says how tall she is. But it does not say the exact time of her death. What are you talking about? Because I'm trying to figure out if he was on the boat when during the time of her death. So that seems a little suspicious. So, okay. Um, They found the evidence. They found the ring, her ring. They found that. (laughs) 
Okay, so what about the necklace? <laughs> it doesn't say anything about the necklace. Well, where did you even hear anything about a necklace? Um, I saw it on the... She saw a photo of her wearing yeah. a necklace. Yeah, she's so she assumed that somebody killed her for her necklace. Okay, Why? here's the um, the thumbprints for um, bones. bones. Yeah. And I think it's going to be important because remember, they said that it, they had to be left-handed. Yeah. Maybe he... It was ambidextrous. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Okay, he's got all, he's his got all his fingers. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. How does losing a finger make you less ambidextrous? Who was she getting married to? Why isn't he a suspect? Because it's what's his, his name? You have fifty-two seconds. Um, he was. It doesn't say. Mom, they have to have a save the date. It says you're invited okay, what's the back for the rehearsal dinner of Harmony and Christian. So Christian. Oh, he's way cuter. That's not the same person. He's way cute. Well, he's read way. The, read the testimony. No, he's cuter when he's sniffing his, her forehead. That couldn't, Mom, these are actors. This is probably not the same people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they don't look the same at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's why he killed her because she was cheating with somebody else it's and possible. letting him yeah. sniff 20 seconds. Her, her so, Mom has the witness statement of Christian Peterson. Yes, the actual who fiance. Is, who is the fiance to Harmony? Who wants uh, bones? Who wants the actual think, guy that well, got convicted? Well, we already, there's not enough. So, no, because Brandon and I are going to share Christian. Okay, I'll take, I'll take bones. You want bones? <laughs> okay, then right or thumbs up. Chad, what was your name? Patches. Patches and I are going to share Christian. Okay. okay, so in the five minutes that I had the file, I got absolutely nowhere. <laughs> oh, I know, and you didn't really tell anybody <laughs> what you were doing. You were just all kind of reading. All you had to do, you, you were like, look for a necklace. The necklace. <laughs> Why uh, are you taking my people? Because it's my turn. Oh. All right, so it's my turn. Time started now. Well, then you need gonna, Brandon's all, people, gonna, too. First of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to organize this guy. Why don't you look through the evidence? I'm looking through the evidence. Mm-hmm. No, we can't look through that. Why not? Yeah, we can. What does it say? No, it just evidence? says contains photographs related to the, uh, relevant to the investigation. Do not bend. Uh, well, hang on. Let's, we gotta, first of all, we got to look through the uh, statements of the witnesses or the, the possible suspects. Mm-hmm. Why? That's what we were doing, wasn't it? Yeah, or the yellow thing. What? Say something. Nothing. I'm just wondering why nobody's keeping a closer eye on Ranger. Yeah, Ranger's a little shady. Maybe Ranger's yeah. the killer. So yeah. are you going to take five minutes to rearrange Yeah, dude, what uh, are you doing? Okay. Everything. I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just getting an inventory. It's called you, an inventory. You're, you're like Indy and you're touching everything. Yeah, but aren't you supposed to make this more like, you got to tell people what you're yeah. doing? And I, that's your guys' fucking job. That's why there's okay. only one person touching why, Okay, that, but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because you I need talk, to talk. And you yelled at me when I talked. 100%. I'm making the rules as I go. <laughs> this is fucking yeah. insane that I, you guys don't know how this I works. I thought we had to talk the entire time of looking. Yeah. And yeah, then th that is why you're using. That's why I'm saying I'm. Don't waste my fucking time. You guys are. You guys are linked with the murder. Okay, what? so you're, okay, you're. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at Rex Ratcliffe. Thank which you. Got the same. Who looks a lot? Looks a lot like Brandon. It does not look like me. Like He's got green eyes. Hungry. Is that uh, the this only statement difference? Says, I was home the whole time. He's balding. I got home from yes. work around 9 p.m. and stayed in my apartment what all night. What does he do for a living? Uh, this guy works at Gold's Gym. So he's does strong. He, really? he does yeah. not look like he's he five works nine. At a gym. So he's a little he's a little smaller than than uh, Derek. Yeah. Also, it shows her height right there. She's six two. God no, that's damn. His, no, that's, oh, that's that's bones. bones. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she was only five foot four. She was five four. Yeah. You you read that somewhere? Yeah, on the autopsy report. Oh, okay. So she's five four. He he's still taller. Yeah, and she only weighed like one hundred twenty five. Yeah. Pounds. No prior convictions. No prior military experience. Uh, he works as a janitor at Gold's Gym. Ah, that mm. makes sense. Yeah. So, 
Uh, Rex says, oh, dude, of course it's in fucking cursive. Might as well be in Egyptian. Um, <laughs> no, that's the, is that Rex's statement? Th- no, this is a witness statement uh, by Cherry Pratt. <laughs> I have to remember that name. I want to be that. Cherry Pratt. Okay. Yeah. It says, I have had contact with Rex Ratcliffe in my job as office manager of Helping Hands Mental Health Clinic. Oh, so I they're can, all connected. Yeah, they're all connected to the, the mm. mental health clinic. Yeah. Mm. And it says... I can vividly remember his face and that look on his face, like just like Brennan. I would describe his look as predatory. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Do you have a predatory look? Our first contact (laughs) took place when he made his first call to the clinic. I don't recall the exact date. My memory is my memory of talking to him was that he made me a, uh, he made me uncomfortable. He made Cherry We obviously have many cl- clients, sorry, it's so hard to read in cursive, who suffer a wide range of mental health problems. But Mr. Radcliffe seemed to be on edge more than most. Mr. Radcliffe began by telling me a few basic things about his mental health. Um, he mentioned that he was feeling depressed and lonely, but Aww. he seemed uncomfortable about, about sharing more specific details. He mentioned that he needed to see Harmony at this time, I told him that Harmony was was a child psychologist and that he was free to set up an appointment with Dr. Breeson, the other uh, psychologist in our clinic. He immediately became irate. Dr. Who? Uh, Breeson. <clears throat> he says, I then tried to work with him on a few other options. I mentioned that I could possibly refer to him another clinic, but once again, this made him uh, upset. He told me that it was important that he see harmony before it was too late i then asked what his mentally what he meant by that and he hung up so do you think maybe he do you think you ever heard something yeah that's you know because i mean maybe, I don't, maybe I, he was like trying to warn them. yeah because i don't want to i don't want to just like okay. pin it in on him because i mean i'm not going to just put him on like the, the okay give me a second i got a thought yeah. what if he's at the gym cleaning up and he overhears something that he wants to tell her Wait, but aren't they, isn't it a minute clinic? So we kind of fucked up. We didn't realize that there's, these yellow pages are double-sided. Yeah, no, I knew that. I looked yeah. on the back of mine. I didn't read mine. <laughs> oh. So it says, approximately 30 minutes later, he showed up at the clinic, although he did not, excuse me, immediately identify himself. I knew it was him. At this time, he angrily approached the desk, demanding to see Harmony. He was now becoming loud and disruptive. Dr. Breeson came out of his office saying, uh, is this the man causing a problem? Oh, is this man causing a problem? Once Dr. Breeson appeared, Mr. Radcliffe seemed to calm down a little. So I said, no, everything is fine. At this point in time, Mr. Radcliffe no longer seemed to be a threat. Mr. Radcliffe then said something like, I'm sorry to cause any problems. Just continue. Okay. You just don't want to recurse it. No, no. I mean, no, it just... just, I'm sorry to cause any problems, but I really need help. And I need it from Harmony. After I explained to him that this was not possible, he turned and left. Dr. Breeson and I watched him as he left the clinic. Uh, I seem to recall Dr. Breeson giving me a shoulder shrug on some kind of sympathetic gesture. I think he said, I think he then said, I guess that's the end of that. But the, but the calls kept coming. Once again, I tried to suggest that he see another therapist, but he was very insistent that he see Harmony and only Harmony. She needs to see me was all he would say. She kept calling all the time for the past few weeks or he kept calling all the time for the past few weeks. I then asked, uh, I asked our phone company to... Um, what the fuck to fact oh to fax a report of all the calls he got from him um, and they were increasing almost every day there was another incident that took place in the parking lot of that on that day of the murder someone in the parking lot got reported uh, got reported a car coming by and a man screaming from the car 
At this time, I was not comfortable driving home on my own. After calling the police to re- report the incident, I called a friend to pick me up. So they, the incident was outside was Derek. Mm-hmm. So that, that's who she heard of when, she, when they were screaming. Mm. Yeah. But I'm still thinking that he was trying to... Do you think maybe he was like trying to warn her of something? I think he was, it seems like he was trying to warn her. So it, yeah. he, he was working at Gold's Gym. Yeah. So maybe if there's somebody there who's working out, because we did say that they did say that the murder was most likely strong. Yeah. So somebody who frequents Gold's Gym. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's the, um, that Allen guy. Yeah. Right now I'm just opening up. Um, holy shit. There's a bunch of pictures. Is there a little magnifying glass? Uh, yeah, it is. Or something. Yep, magnifying glass. Huh. Actually, that's really cool. All right, let me see this real quick. So yeah. that's the body of, of Yeah, Harmony. so here's like a bunch. Of, i got to move the mic just a smidge. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a bunch of pictures of the person. So she's, uh, this is May 8th, 1998, 9.48 p.m. She looks like she's lying on the floor. Uh, 9.43? Is this going backwards in time? Okay, well, this one's just 9.43, empty... Um, little alley and then it's it goes, like they're taking pictures of the crime yeah. scene Tuli's yeah. it was outside Tuli's restaurant 1998 9:30 a.m. here's Jenny Rogers who the fuck is Jenny Rogers here's officer Kent Grayson he's probably the guy that um, Wally Big Dog Bryson Cheryl Pratt that that's the girl who gave the report for uh, oh Lockwood. so then these are all the people that's the, the girl that works at the clinic Miss McCoy Who's Miss McCoy? Miss McCoy Heismith, is uh, Rex's uh, landlord. Jason Greg. So these are all the people that are like uh, like the um, uh, the witnesses. In yeah, oh, okay. these are the people giving the Chris statements. Adams, yeah. Admiral Joseph. Oh yeah, Arthurson. he looks like an admiral. Yeah. Here's that, uh, and it says death. Or and here's a wedding ring that says till death. Yeah, do that's we part. the wedding ring that they found on Bones McCoy. Yeah, and there's a like an AO3. It just has a case number, but I'm yeah. trying to figure out why they're going to give us a magnifying glass. Because I would look at the crime scenes. There's something that that they want us to find. There could be like a, a car with a license plate. There could be something. Does it does it work, Brendan? That's, uh, that's not really how magnifying glasses work. <laughs> there you go. No. No, it works. You don't put it, it like right on the paper. No, because yeah, because I was just like. Okay, Brandon is. I have to like really. Is looking at the photo. Great. Yep, this is fun. <laughs> well, I don't know what I, I'm. Well, I'm you, literally you're supposed like, to be talking. Yeah, you I'm are like, too, dude. I'm I not, am. I'm like magnifying glass out. I know, and then. So what what are your suspicions? I think it's somebody who works out at Gold's Gym that wrecks over her talking. That's why he's so persistent. There's going to be there's some sort of feud that's been somebody's boiling up in rage that has lasted over a couple of months obviously because Rex keeps trying to talk to her. But he doesn't want to openly admit that like somebody's might like uh, excuse me. You well maybe he kind of or you but you would think like if he overheard... You would call the police or see, something? I don't think he overheard um, somebody saying that they were going to kill her. Mm-hmm. I think he overheard like some sort of like maybe an affair or a could plot yeah, or blackmail be. or something like that. Well, when it's your turn, check out your guy and see what he does. Derek? The fiance. Yeah, the fiance. Oh, the fiance. Yeah. yeah. Do we know how she died? She blunt force oh, yeah, blood force trauma to the head. Yeah. Now I on the one, Brandon, the one where she's laying, or Ranger, the one where she's laying on the ground, is there anything on the ground, like maybe no, like a clue, nothing. like a key or, or like a, a weapon, a weapon, a letter, 
It could also have been a hand. So it could have been like a freakishly strong, strong man. Yeah, like maybe somebody with like walking around one really big crab arm. Yeah, I mean, that would be easier to solve. But yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's so hard because it's like laminated and I'm trying to fucking figure out if these are like footprints. I don't know. Sorry, Natasha just texted me. So that's really fucking weird. I can't touch it. No, can't touch it. Brand's gonna mend it. Dun, 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 dun. Who are the kids? I don't we know. don't know. We've only read half of the suspects. Yeah. Oh, and then there's a farmer. <laughs> Brand, why are you magnifying the farmer? I was trying to figure out a license plate. Oh, who's that guy? Oh, you he find looks out nice. Okay, but why don't you talk out loud uh, while you look? Because I already read it. What do you mean you already read it? Well, no, I read all these names. Okay. So do you, is there any substantial evidence in those photos? I don't see shit. Oh, okay. Which is weird. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Excuse me, mom. So I'm, I'm not touching He's trying to touch the evidence. I know. So I'm, just I'm like Indy. I touch things with my hands. Right, you have 25 seconds. Okay. Uh, see, but we already know that. Come. Or did maybe Bones really do it? I was at Rambo's bar until right after 9 p.m. From there, I went to the Grant Park to get some rest and fell asleep. The next thing I remember is being surrounded by 20 officers, shining lights in my eyes. Someone put a ring in my hand while I was sleeping, or the one of the police put it in on me. Three, two, Name one. is Wally Bryson. Okay, so we know that Bones... Um, put it down. He, oh. he had the ring, but he thinks somebody no, no, like no, no, planted... No. We really, uh, yeah, I'm going to, we really need to talk into that one because okay. I'm sorry. We'll use your words. Use your yeah, words. Yeah, okay, yeah. So with Bones McCoy, so with Bones, it's right here. It says person of interest. I know it's not my time anymore. That's fine. But it just says individuals who can confirm your whereabouts. And it was a Wally Bryson relationship bouncer. He doesn't know his phone number, but I did see a bigger gentleman in here. And his name was Big Wally. Yeah, Wally Big Dog Bryson. Sure. So he saw him there. So yeah. he also, it's not like... So there might be a witness statement in there, there is, from Wally. There is well, a witness statement. Well, read it, Brent. Well, I can't. Well, it's not my turn. Well, Mom, do you want to read it? Yeah, do you want to read it? Just so um, we can stay on the same train of thought? Well, yeah, because I, what I was going to do is I was going to look at... Go ahead and read it because I was going to look at the... Yeah, um, Brent, go ahead and read it. So here's the witness statement form from... Officer Kent Grayson. Uh, yeah. So it says the suspect was an individual we've had, uh, we've had many prior encounters with. His name is William McBride. He is known as Bones uh, McBride. Had been spotted many times sleeping in Grant Park or in various public places around town. His priors consisted mainly of public drinking and disturbing the peace. So it's not that bad. It was 10 o'clock when I approached the suspect with the intention of waking him up and telling him to move along. But when I saw something unusual in his hand, I immediately contacted my captain at the station. He told me to place the suspect under arrest for murder while he called for backup. We had been aware that the murder had taken place the night or that night and that a suspect was at large. By the time Mr. McBride had woken up, the back uh, woken woken up, the backup had arrived. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So is he the bouncer? Or no, is this he is, the this officer? Is, no, this is this Oh, guy. I thought that was the statement from the bouncer. No, no, this is from... It's a statement from the police chief. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, we had been aware that a murder had taken place that night, and the suspect was at large by the time Mr. McBride had woken up. The backup had arrived. He seemed quite disoriented. He was then told that it was under arrest for the murder of Harmony Ashcroft. At this time, the suspect became belligerent and uncooperative. 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 He, uh, <laughs> yeah. he repeatedly screamed that, um, that he was innocent, and he didn't know where the ring came from. Uh, there's nothing on the back. Okay. What about the bouncer? Is the bouncer's testimony in there? Uh, yeah, his is right here. Read it. 
So Wally's is, I confirm William Bones McBride was removed from my bar at 9 p.m. on May 8th, 1998. This is a man I have seen on a number of occasions at my place of employment, Rambo's Bar. Bones is a regular customer there. I would describe him as a nice guy. He is well-liked by the staff and other patrons. On a few occasions, we've had to warn him not to panhandle in front of the bar. But apart from that, he's usually fine. He's even charmed his way into a few free beers. That's the kind of guy he is. I remember seeing him last night on the 8th. It was a Friday and he came in smiling as usual. But I also remember an argument that took place right at 9 p.m., the end of happy hour. Bones missed the last call for a free happy hour drinks and was upset because he was broke and he was yelling at the bartender for ignoring him. The bartender signaled for me to escort him out, so I did. By then, things had calmed down um, and Bones was on his way out, ready to leave on his own. He said something like, I'll just go get some money and be back in an hour. As Bones left, me and JT, the bartender, looked at each other and smiled. We expected him to go out in the front of the bar and panhandle like he had done in the past, but he didn't. He walked out the door and kept walking. I figured he had some other way of finding some money. I haven't seen him since. So he saw him at the night. Yeah. So he was just going to go panhandle or something or go find some money. I, something tells me that he's not an aggressive person. Well, yeah, if you look at his testimony, he's yeah. like, nice and friendly and fun. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I think, yeah, Bones is definitely. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. All right. You ready, Mom? Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at this fiance. For one thing, I, I'm not a fan of his picture. Okay. All right, person of interest. Um, do, do, How tall do, is he? I'm looking right now. So he is 28 um, to, to 6 foot, 180. Shoe size 10, dominant hand left. Really? Remember, yeah. yeah. Um, can you look on Bones's? What's his dominant hand? <clears throat> It says, <clears throat> you wait here, I she says, dominant hand is left. Mm. Okay. So on his, the marital status, it looks like it was crossed out, like angrily crossed out for some reason. Well, because his wife or fiance just got killed. Oh, well, that explains it. Oh, he's a realtor. Okay. So it says, Harmony and I went to the parking lot to check the Land Rover for my parents' presents, but they weren't there. So I drove home to get the presents and left Harmony in the parking lot to return to the party. She was 50 feet away from the door when I left. Police apprehended me at the house um, when I was picking up presents. That's his his statement. Mm -hmm. So he's saying that she was alive when he left. Okay. So that's what he's saying. And that's her husband. Yes. Now, Jenny Rogers is the individuals who... Oh, so Jenny Rogers um, is his um, his alibi. Yeah. Which is kind of suspicious since he was engaged to Harmony. Who's well, Jenny you Rogers? You have female friends. She, yeah. Okay, so Jenny says... Um, Harmony has been my friend since college. We have always been very close, and that's why her murder is so such a devastating event in my life. I was there the night that Harmony and Christian first met. Harmony and I were at the nightclub enjoying a rare night on the town. We were both in grad school working pretty hard, so I felt good to get out. So it felt good to get out and um, spend an evening doing something other than writing papers. But it was a it was a typical night at the nightclub. Guys were difficult to deal with that night with all their corny jokes and come-ons. Then come, then along come Chris, 
Then along came Christian. He walked up to Harmony, took a seat, and smiled. After a few seconds, he said, how do you like me so far? We all burst out laughing. It was like he somehow knew how rough the night had been, and he was determined to rescue Harmony from it. And that's what Christian was to her, an escape from ordinary guys. He was exciting to her, and of course, he had her wrapped around his finger. The engagement party started off lots of fun until the argument. Mm. There was supposed to be presents for Christian's parents, but I guess there was confusion over who had to bring them. Harmony was certain that she had left him in the car, but Christian thought she had left him in the house. They weren't screaming, but they started getting snippy with each other in front of everybody, and it was kind of awkward. I think maybe the pressure of the wedding was getting to them. Getting married isn't easy. Christian had a look on his face that was kind of intense. His jaw was clenched and his eyes were red with anger. They left the party together to see if the presents were in the car. You got the feeling that the argument probably continued outside as they left. When they left, you could hear a pin drop. Then my sister told a joke like, I can see Harmony inherited her memory from mom. That lightened up the mood up a little and people got back to normal until the busboy came running in saying Harmony was hurt in the parking lot and we all rushed out at once. My initial reaction was absolute shock. Harmony's brother is in med school and started trying to do CPR or something, but we could see that she was already dead. I'm still in shock. We told police Christian killed her, but nobody actually saw that happen. So it could have been someone else. Harmony's told me about a few weird guys at work, a stalker and some deadbeat dad. So yep. the deadbeat dad is Derek. Derek. And the stalker is Rex. Yes. And that just leaves. Um, leaves your homeboy over there. Yeah. Andy Allen. Yeah. yeah. You should check them out. Talk to her office manager, Cheryl. I don't even know what to think right now. So nobody saw the fiance. Drive. Yeah. Drive away. Yeah. No. Okay. So then um, was Christian even in like the event when... Well, here's the interview. Or did he like leave? Here's the interview with the detective, if you want me to read it. Please. Okay, so it starts off first with the detective. Please state your name for the record. Christian Corey Peterson. How do you know Harmony Ashcroft? She's my fiance. We're supposed to get married tomorrow morning. I know this is difficult, but can you tell me about where you were when you learned of Harmony's death? Christian's answer was, I was at my house when the police came storming through the front door. There must have been 20 of them. I didn't really know what the heck was happening, to be honest. I thought it was some kind of joke until one of them tackled me and slammed my face against the floor. They thought I killed her. It wasn't me. Obviously, it wasn't me. What other leads do you have? I know two or three people you need to talk to. Let's back up a little to the argument, says the detective. Do you need me to remind you? Christian says, yes. Harmony and I had a little disagreement over what happened to the presents for my parents. Was this a common thing, the two of you getting in fights, asked the detective. I wouldn't call it a fight. I would just call it a disagreement. That's all. You didn't answer my question. Was this a common thing? No, I don't think. Detective says, you don't have issues with your temper? No, I don't. You ever hit Harmony? Never. For a guy with no anger issues, you seem pretty hot under the collar. Christian responds, my fiance is dead. I was supposed to get married tomorrow and now I'm, I'm sitting in this box with you. Why are you questioning me? We're wasting time. You think I just get into an argument with her in front of both our families and then take her out back and kill her? Who did then, says the detective? Radcliffe, the guy at the, cl- the, guy at the clinic. He's been stalking her. 
Why are you not grilling him like this? Interesting, says the detective. Or maybe that psycho Navy guy who lost his kids. I don't know his name, but he blames Harmony for losing custody over his kids. He was a deadbeat, but I told her not to testify. It was too risky, but she didn't care. Had you ever met either one of these two guys, says the detective? No, but Harmony painted a pretty good picture for me. She talked about the one guy was stalking her, calling the clinic, coming down, making threats, and the other guy with the son. He's a psychopath. He has PTSD or something, probably. I can't believe I did that. I'm sorry? I should have done more to protect her. I knew that guy was stalking her, but, that, but we just thought after a while he'd run out of energy. I should have done more. I should have never let her stay there on her own like that, especially knowing some creep was after her. I swear she was like 50 feet from the door when I left. Where were, were there footprints? Do you know where the killer came from? Detective says, how would you describe your relationship with the victim? Excuse me? Would you describe it as healthy? Were you both happy? She was everything, says Christian. What I'm asking is, she was everything. So there was no, no abuse, no control issues. Christian responds, abuse? Are you listening to me? Are you crazy? I wouldn't hurt her for anything. As for control, I just wanted Harmony to be Harmony. That's all. I didn't need to control her. She can't be controlled. I just wanted her to be who she was forever. I wanted us to grow old together till death do us part. Till what? Till death do us part. It's just a stupid thing we say to each other about the wedding. But now he starts to cry. Detective, that will be all, Christian. We will be in touch. If there's anything else that you can think of that will help, um, help us, don't keep it to yourself, okay? I thought I did a really good job you on that. You did really one. good. So I think it's, I don't know. He was a very finger pointing blaming but okay so i think the, he's too close to the victim for it to be the one thing i noticed um, when reading this he was asking about footprints yeah so i swear i thought i saw some in the picture like yeah. that's just the thing like i thought i i thought i saw some but like it's just again like the glare is so hard and this thing has a glare but it looks like there's like two footprints right here and i know is it's it? your turn Robert, but because like, to me it's kind of suspicious that he would say that it's like almost like he was wondering if if they could see his like footprints in blood or something, or they're almost—he's yeah, it's almost like he's again—he's just trying to pin it on these other people. So, but the thing is that see the this guy has not been this. I was reading that guy; I was che- kind of cheating a little That's bit. That's fine. Um, Mr. Andy Allen. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Andy. he never mentioned him though. Yeah, Mr. Andy Allen's a fucking—he's a—he's a—he's kind of a creeper. He's just a—he's a shadow. <laughs> yeah, he's a creeper shadow. Yeah, because I mean, Actually, again, I haven't heard anything. Check this shit out. Right, well, you're right. So Andy Allen's car is at Thule's restaurant bar. So he was there the night she was killed. He was, she, he was there at 9.38 p.m. At least at, at, at the time this photo was taken, his gray silver Honda uh, license plate 644435 is right here on this photo. Um, Check all the other people, see if, if any of their cars. Here, I'll let you do that while I read. So okay. I, I'm reading this guy's statement. Now, he is right-handed. But on the person of interest form, oh. it says, what's up? Okay, Brandon, Derek has a Ford Bronco. Yeah. So in this guy's statement, he was borrowing a power. He was working on his, his, his alibi is 
I was at home fixing brakes on my car all evening. I went to bed around 11 p.m., but at 2 a.m., I received a phone call from Deborah Ashcroft, Harmony's mother, and she explained to me that Harmony was murdered at the party. My neighbor Jason can confirm I was fixing my car when the crime happened. And this is his neighbor's testimony. And really quick, though, Brandon, um, Rex, he drives a Chevrolet Chevette. So Ford Bronco and a Chevrolet Chevette. Go ahead, Rob. So it says, I've known Andy for about three years, and he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. I've never seen him violent or angry. When I heard about the murder, I wasn't sure what to think. I remember being disturbed by the news and surprised that this kind of thing would happen randomly. It immediately, immediately reminded me of something my father, a career police officer, said to me when I was a child. He said, most murders are really more about love than hate. At the time, I didn't understand what he meant by that, but... Um, as I have gotten older, I understand it more. Harmony's murder was a shock to everybody, even people like me who just, her, who just knew her casually. She was so young and beautiful. I was aware of how close she and Andy were. I know they were been friends since childhood. Little League, I think. After the murder, I began to think a few strange convin- uh, conversations I had with Andy. There was one occasion when we were joking about how hard it is to be just friends as a, with a woman. At one point, he began staring off in the distance and said, I guess it can work as long as you never fall in love. I laughed, but he didn't. I didn't even ask who he was talking about. Uh, I I didn't even have to ask who he was talking about. He talked about Harmony a lot. It was apparent that he had strong feelings for her. And then on the back, it says, Hmm. After Harmony and Christian got engaged, I recall Andy joking about how funny it would be if he got drunk at the rehearsal dinner and told her how he really felt. I could sense this was something he was seriously considering. The subject was dropped immediately. A few days later, I believe it was a few days before the rehearsal dinner, I asked him if he wanted to come, up, come with me to my daughter's basketball game that night. I was actually trying to keep him from going to the rehearsal dinner. I didn't uh, want him to embarrass himself and make things awkward for the wedding, but he made it clear that he really wanted to go to the party. The conversation ended there. On Monday morning the, after the murder, I offered my condolences to him at work. His eyes looked lifeless. I could tell he was distraught. I asked him if he, what, he was, what he saw at the party, but he told me he couldn't go because he had to fix his brakes. I remember him saying something about how it took a while to do because he wasn't very experienced and had to borrow a tool to finish the job, and by that time it was too late to go to the party. Then he told me about the phone call he got at Harmony's mother's at 2 a.m. I can't even imagine how devastating that must be for him. The feeling might not have been mutual, but, he was the, but she was the love of his life, and I think he blames himself for what happened like he could have stopped if he had been there. I've been thinking about Harmony and her fiancé. I didn't know Christian that well, but I think it's possible that there was abuse. He was known to be a kind of a jerk. I'm not sure what Harmony saw in him, to be honest. It then occurred to me that maybe Andy knew something about Harmony and her relationship with her fiancé, which is why I called the tip line. That's why I called you guys. I was thinking you might get some helpful information of, uh, out of him. I know he's not the murderer, even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't stuck at home fixing his car, Andy would never be able to do anything like this. He's probably the kindest guy I, uh, I know, and he loved Harmony. So I'm not going to read the second part, but the second part is saying that J.P. Griggs, who is... Jason Griggs? Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah, it's, uh, it's this guy. Oh, this is, this, is, this is Andy's neighbor. Yeah. He's saying that he borrowed a torque wrench. And uh, it says, anyway, he came, it says, I've only been living on Andy's block for a few months, so I can't say I've gotten to know him real well, but he seemed like a nice guy, the kind of neighbor who wouldn't be afraid to invite over for a beer or something like that. Andy, 
Uh, anyway, he came over to borrow a tool that Friday night around 10 p.m. I know it was 10 because Dateline was just ended. Andy asked for a torque. I think that's what he said. Torque wrench to borrow. Told me he'd been fixing his brakes for the past few hours, which I don't doubt because he seemed kind of sweaty and out of breath. He's a big guy. We had a laugh about how things always go. You spend hours on the job, then just, you're, then just as soon as you're about done, that's when something breaks and you can't finish. I gave him the torque wrench and that was, that was it. He seems like a good guy. I told him just to stop by anytime he wanted to work on cars or have a beer, but I haven't seen him since. Uh, I haven't seen him again since then. So what time was that? He said 10 o'clock. But that, that was photo after the was murder. at 938. Yeah, I was going to say that was after the murder. Yeah, yeah. and if you guys look at because there's also a map, and I'm just yeah. kind of like looking at this map yeah, we just can, a little bit. Yeah, we can all kind of Yeah, no, I'm just looking at this map because there's nothing that shows Andy anywhere on here. But if he's Jason Griggs. That's, that's his neighbor. Yeah. yeah, so Jason Griggs, his house is, I don't know, maybe like a couple miles away from Tooley's. Yeah. Because it goes Rambo's Bar, and then it drops down a little bit to Tooley's. Yeah. And then it looks like Arrow's going over to Grand Park. Mm-hmm. But even if it was Bones... She died at Tuli's, right? Yeah, she died. So then that would mean if he was drunk, there's no way he's going to come over here. He's just going to come over this way and just go to the park because that's where he was saying, like, I'll read his witness statement. He stumbled to the park. Yeah, he stumbled to the park. So there's no way that he's going to really realize that. Oh, my bad. And look, and the park is on the way back home from Jason's house. Exactly. So if if this Andy guy did do it, he would go this way, Mm -hmm. kill her. Yeah. Walk around and then back down. So it's almost like he's just it. So if he's his neighbor, he's going to go over here, walk this way and then just kind of come around. Like it's, it's just a big walk. Wait, hit me the photo of the car. It's just, it's so close. Yeah. Because he's here. So if he's at the bar and he's booking at home, he He, would, he would be sweating. Yeah. But why would he need to borrow a wrench though? Maybe that's why he killed her. But but if it was at 10 o'clock, he would already, the murder would have already happened. That's what I was thinking. You know what? We're Mm. probably going to have to. Maybe he was, oh, wait up. Hold on. Maybe he was sweaty from running back and he got the wrench to just be like, hey. He wouldn't have ran back though. His car was at, his car was at Thule's. Was it though? Yeah, it was. Because we saw it in the photograph. Oh, okay. Well, maybe what he was just trying to do was to um, have an alibi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe his car was there. But his he, car was there. Yeah. So, but I mean, but he killed her. Yeah. But then he would just blame that his car had problems, so that he had to go back. See what I'm saying? So he's putting some time from him being at the scene to coming back to it. So say if like you, so let's just say if you were at the scene, yeah. the murder happened at nine. Was it thirty-eight? Well, whatever time she died. But I'm just saying, like, if she died right at that time, he would run back get the tool to make it look like he was just doing something like physical, like, you know, kind of put Mm -hmm. on a show and then go back, get his car and then be like, no, I, you know, I ran all the way home to go get a tool and now I'm back. What's going on? But why though? Why would he need a tool? What? what, Because what, what was, what time was she murdered at nine 30? Yeah. So that's like 30 minutes after she was murdered. Yeah, at 30 minutes after she was murdered, he was already back home. But why would he be? He could be in sweaty. It was only, it only took back. one hit. Oh, okay. Never mind. So it says, this is in a newspaper article. It says, a 28-year-old woman who was killed last night at the altercation that took place in the parking lot behind Tuli's restaurant around 9.30. That photo was taken at 9.38. Uh, police have identified a victim as local child psychologist, Harmony Ashcroft. So, it's anybody's game. Hmm. So we still have to figure out... Um, What's the first objective? I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was literally just looking at it. The first objective is to figure out that um, uh, it's prove Bones is innocent. 
That's the first objective. And I believe he's innocent because there's no way he's going to go from Rambo's bar to walk across the street to Tooley's. Now, what's the significance of Rambo's bar? Is that that's that's where the, the bouncer one, was? That's the one. Yeah, that's where Bones got kicked out of. So oh, okay. he went there to go drink. He got kicked out because he missed the last call. And so he just went to the park. And he got he got upset. So yeah. then the, the bouncer kicked him out. And he just stumbled to the park because that was okay. the closest thing. So I'm, I'm pretty sure because there's like a couple like little things. I'm pretty sure you can just fucking just straight walk it, dude. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like there's a bunch of streets and shit, but I'm pretty see, sure you can just straight thing, walk though, it. See, here's the thing though is that we have to prove his innocence. Yeah. I mean, so I'm what's sure. his other testimony? I would have to read it. Now, did we ever figure out if he's left-handed or right-handed? It says on that blue paper. He's, he's left-handed. Left okay. And for reference to this Andy guy, he's right-handed. I saw that. We got, we got into it now. Yeah. Well, I guess this, well, we'll leave, mm. leave it for the next week. You sure you don't want to just... You, I mean, we're only at an hour 12. Never mind. I mean, we can send it. We can finish it if you guys want. We're well, not no, going to finish I, this. Huh? We're not going to finish this. No, I think it would be nice to pick up... Okay. You know, yeah. I just don't think that we're far enough along. There's no, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. So we don't even know the information right now to even get bones out of uh, the spotlight. Yeah. So, so then when we come back now, we kind of have like a clear cut case of who everybody yeah. is. We know their alibis. Now what we'll have to do is when we come back, yeah. we'll have to make sure that we, we have figure to figure out bones is innocent. Yeah. There's something in the, there, we're missing something in the testimonies. Um, the simple fact that, um, we have his fingerprints, we have his mugshot yeah. and there's going to be something in the statements uh -huh. that are, are, it's going to clear. Well, him. Why don't, why don't we all take one statement home or that'll be, or like before the podcast starts, we all take one person yeah, and we just take it. We do a deep dive analysis on it. Yeah. I like that. And yeah. then we can come back and try to be like, because I would like to pick it up with us having bones cleared. Yeah. And then we can move on to the second phase. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. And then, by the way, if you're out there and you know that we missed something, you know, be sure to reach out to us on um, our social media and let us know what we missed. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Brandon, that is a giant dumpster fire. What are you talking about? Please let Robert do it. He's, <laughs> his, his OCD is kicking in. I can feel him sweating. <laughs> Thank God. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll pick up... Um, uh, on our next episode yeah. clearing bones um and we'll let you know how and then we'll move into finding the actual uh, murder well, we're gonna have to go through objective number two and then three and then figure out the murder yeah yeah no i'm just saying so like yeah. we definitely still got <laughs> a lot we got of stuff. we got some work to do we got some work to do yeah but i mean at least now i mean kind of Honestly, I think it's a good idea to kind of break it down into segments so that's not mm -hmm. like we're trying to rush everything and kind of like make yeah. it work. But now it's just more like follow along as we try to figure out this fucking murder. Yeah. And you know what? I really like the fact that we know who the suspects are. We've kind of oh, deep dived oh, into them a little bit. Move your hand. Move your fucking Both of my box. children have OCD. Okay. So, yeah. So oh, cool. you can find me on all platforms as gray hair and tattoos. Brandon. I am Don't Die Disco on all platforms, YouTube and Twitch. And Robert is Robert Robert Pike Pike on Instagram and then Sherbert on TikTok and YouTube. So until next time, remember, um, keep on solving those, yeah. keep on solving those cold case crimes that aren't real. So we'll see you on the next episode. Right, bye, everybody. Bye.